Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. With Tim Closter's fourth favorite magician, Paul Daniel sadly passing away, his teammates are there to help him through this tough, tough time. You know, the guys, they just try to um, cheer me up every every week. Colney's chef causes mayhem when a dispute breaks out about how Alex Neal's boiled egg was served for breakfast. It looked really soft to me. Um, one of our analyst lads said to me that it was soft as well. And Johnny Housen is starting to influence Alex Neal in his post-match interviews. Um... More yellow and green than a grasshopper licking a honey and lemon strepsil. This is the Little Yellow Bird Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 26th ever Little Yellow Bird podcast. My name is John Rogers and with me I have Dan... Brigham. Hooray, Dan. You can put some effort into it, fucking hell. <laughs> it's just my Brigham. surname, isn't it? Yeah, but that's your intro. So anyway, before we get going, I just want to say thanks to everyone so, so much for your um, wonderful best wishes and get well soon cards that I got. Have you been ill? I was, I was really ill and... Oh, oh, sorry, one minute, what am I thinking of? Fuck you, all of you. Because I got messages saying, oh, is he ill? We'll get somewhere else to do it then. I did a pun. Fuck you and your puns. Did you do a pun? I didn't do a pun. I'm talking about them. I'm oh, they did them. a pun for the game that we couldn't do because you had bacterial I had pneumonia with the emphasis on bacterial. I was, could have died. But I'm alive, so... Can we just say, though, for, for Richard, who came up no, with probably the finest... It. Actually, it was... The it no, he was fucking whinging as well. <laughs> he came up with the finest uh, top ten tweet of all time, and we couldn't use it because John was uh, ill with bacterial pneumonia, and it was after the West Brom game, and it was Karma Pulis. I'm just beat that. Karma Pulis, which was uh, outstanding effort. So Don't well you done. fucking start as well. <laughs> uh, you're going to tell the people what's coming up on our spectacular this show this week. We've got lots of cool stuff. Dan just coughed. Maybe you've got it now. The bacterial yeah. pneumonia. What's wrong with this bacterial thing? I hope it just sounds disgusting. It was it? disgusting. Is it contagious? It was. Mm. Um, we have got lots of cool stuff. We've got home and away. We can talk about a couple of weeks ago if you want to talk about the West Brom game. Probably not because it has gone and left our beings like a snotty tissue that I just coughed up lots of phlegm because yeah. I had pneumonia. <laughs> bacterial pneumonia. And we have also got a very special guest. I'm not going to tell who yet because it'll be quite exciting. And we're going to phone him live, aren't we? Oh, you said that. I'm quite scared to do that. All right, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll and we've also got Dan vs. John because Dan, um, Dan's going to ask me a question. I'm going to get right. Holding your hands Top out. Top 10 tweets. Top 10 tweets. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're doing? I think yep. you're just like, doing some sort of special <laughs> hand movement towards no. my face. Uh, no, top 10 tweets as well. And that'll, be, that'll probably be it, actually. Isn't yeah. it? Nothing else too much to talk about. Usual gubbins. Rubbish. I'm going to press this button because it makes this noise. Norris City Games a Carrot And somewhere that's not Norwich, home and away. So, we played at home to Newcastle. We did. It went 1-0. Everyone was happy. Then it went 1-1. But then it went 2-1. Then it went 2-2. Oh, shit. And then it went 3-2 to Norwich. And the place went Clapper-tastic. It did, didn't it? Clapper. Good, happy. wasn't it? It was amazing. And you got shelved by a Newcastle fan at the end. I did. So everyone's Not at happy. the end. Well, after the game, yeah. On the way to meet you, and I didn't even yeah. couldn't even find you. Aggressively pushed 
mm. by a man. I hope it was the dick who held on to the... No, the hero who held on to the ball just before half-time when we scored our first goal. I hope so. You gave me a shove. It would have been all worth it then. Yeah, maybe that's what he was doing. Like, oh, what did I hold that ball for? I'm going to oh, yeah. shove this man here. He He's about the size of a football. Was so. he? No, I am. All right, okay. I am. Oh, sorry, you're being him. Yes, I was. Okay, nice. I can't do the Geordie accent. Uh, We know we we I can do the uh, the Welsh and the Irish. Yeah, but not. I can't do the Geordie. No freaking teeth. (laughs) Um, There was. There's a word you can say that makes you sound like a milk float. Say milk float. Milk float. Milk float. (laughs) Unbelievable. Okay, so let's talk about the football because that's what everyone's here for. Mm. It was good, wasn't it? It was great. It was best best game since Wembley. Do you agree? Um, what, football-wise? No, just euphoria-wise. Yes, definitely, of yeah. course, yeah. Euphoric-wise. I, I did a jump in the air when the, the final goal went in. Well, yeah, well, naturally. <laughs> did, well, well, do, you normally, do you normally I'm, sit? I'm explaining the, 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 the setting, the, the view of me jumping in the air, okay. punching the air like an angry like Geordie a man. man. Yeah. I, I did, uh, there was stranger hugging, not strange hugging, but stranger hugging going on. Because I was with uh, people I didn't know. You hugged them. Uh, they hugged me, and then for the second goal, then I re- and then I tried to do it for the third goal. And they really went into it. Oh, which was odd. Maybe I hugged incorrectly after the second goal. Like, like a one night stand, you're trying to get in the second goal. Well, no, not really. No, like a one hug stand. <laughs> no, maybe I was got too touchy. What when stand they... you were in? Uh, I was in Upper River for the first time well, in are. about the fifteen years, probably. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, there was uh, there was the upper uh, there was people eating Marks and Spencer salads at half time in the that's upper river. That's not funny. You laugh at you. Yeah, well, that, but is, that's the most upper river thing imaginable. Upper there was, river thing. Yeah, upper river people eating Marks and Spencer salads. Nice. It's it like a cricket match up there. Was it? Yeah, until yeah. the goals went in, and then they went. Them salads. Fuck went it, those salads went flying. flying. Yeah, yeah, nice. Look out! If someone got a bit of tomato <laughs> in lower in the lower river, yeah, that's why. Yeah, bit of tomato on their nose. Hmm. Uh, yes. Did you enjoy the football then? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Why did we win? I think we won because we never gave up, Dan. Like, you know how, I mean, some things you've just given up on things. Yeah, oh, I can't be bothered to do that. Yeah. Norwich didn't do that. No, they didn't so do that. That's why they won. They and have... we've got a bit of rub of the green, I guess. Of course. We normally, Olsen, when he does that, he puts it near the corner flag. It was a lovely, lovely and hit. It was the perfect shot that no goalkeeper could have saved. I don't think any of our strikers has scored as good as goal. That was a proper predatory, well-taken goal, wasn't it? Kind of, kind of Aguero-esque. You just, un- they, yeah, unnerving. They'd call it on match of the day. I think unnerving accuracy. It was in they? that little spot that's not quite the corner, but not quite off the post. And that, that hits the side netting, yeah. and it kind of looks. I mean, I th- look like I th- it's going to go in properly. I thought it was going wide. Did you? I must admit. I, yeah. w- I will say I was right behind it. Luckily, I was again yeah. right behind it, and it's like and just the second left foot I was in. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just yeah. a. Glorious I'm quite moment. one of the youngest ones around my group of people right. who sit with. So I was the And you're quite player. old as well. I was quite ill. So I mm. So you probably seemed older. Yeah. I I got up quite quickly for that. I could yeah. see it going in. Yeah, it was, a, oh, it was lovely, wasn't it? It was yeah, a lovely uh, lovely moment. I, we I, were, I looked actually when when they scored their penalty, I, I quickly got my phone. It wasn't I had much signal, but I got yeah. the signal finally in the ninety second minute and just looking at how important <laughs> that goal was. Just for the mood, just the psychological no, no, the, the, the boost. Points, and the points difference was just well, such a massive because Newcastle were out of it. Yeah. If we if we were, if we had won, I thought how, this was our chance. Yeah. That crappy, skanky little penalty that they got to I, be able to get. How we conceded two goals to that absolute shower of shit. Yeah. They were the, probably the second worst team to have come to Carrow Road this season after Villa. Um, Relatively potent in attack, but. Absolutely dreadful at the back. We were saying that Townsend was quite a decent. Yeah, he was. He was fine, and Perez made a difference when he came on in the yeah. second half. I think uh, when Alden was really quiet first half, and yeah, then he even was quieter when he got pushed back to a holding midfielder. Awful. Role. And Shelby was as shit as he always is. Shelby, shitby, John, um, shit, Shelby. Against, I mean, I wrote about this in the things we sort of learned on our website, the Little Out Yellow now. Bird Project. Uh, against Swansea and again against uh, Newcastle on Saturday Alex was clearly instructed our midfield to let Shelby have as much time on the ball as he wanted because mm. he does nothing with it apart from punt it out of play occasionally I watched, him, f- I, watched him, I watched him a few times and he kept pointing at his head at the left back saying think about what you're doing 
I thought you were a bit fucking rich from you, weren't you? Yeah, it? well, maybe cover him, you yeah. know, which is part of the holding midfielder's role. I think we played the ball over the top and the, the, the left back ran a back and Anita, just knocked it out of, it? Uh, out of play. Yeah. And then Shelby ran over to him, like, pointed his head. I just pointed myself in the fucking <laughs> you eye. You did just point, uh, po- bonk oh. yourself like, in the point, head. Like, think about what you're doing. It's like, yeah. oh, he's just clearing his lines. That's what normal footballers do, isn't Probably it? the best thing he did all game, Anita, actually. He was, he he was, was had a bad game, didn't he? I mean, he's a midfielder and he's they've had like three left backs either suspended or injured so um, so Dan are we, are we going to stay up um, I asked you the cricket about three overs before the end of the cricket and I said, well, oh, yesterday yeah. the final yeah. are, are we going to win and you went I don't know I know uh, well it's a stupid question well, no, it's, not. it's like Kevin Keegan being asked in the penalty shootout are we going to score this penalty well yeah you which got, is a ridiculous question it. you, you don't because it. it was so tight the cricket was. Mm. Uh, anyway. Not in the end it was. I, I think it's now, it's gone back to 60% in favour of us staying up. 60, I think 40. two have gone now. Villa and Newcastle. Yeah. I, I still think there's, I mean, they've got a game in hand on us. If they win that, they're still only... Against th- who? I don't know. Leicester. Against Leicester. Um, and Sunderland play Leicester as well, don't yeah. they? Uh, but if they do win that game in hand, that's three, still only three points behind us. So it's, it feels a little bit like Sunder- against Sunderland... Uh, which we were talking about earlier, against Sunderland under Hughton when Teddy scored that scream and we won and it felt like, oh, we're up. Yeah. Uh, and Sunderland are doomed and it turns out Sunderland went on a remarkable run and stayed up and we, and we went down instead. And it feels like it could, that can still happen. I, I do think people are getting, a li- not necessarily carried away, but a little more relaxed than I am currently. <laughs> I still think there's a big chance that we still gonna, could go down. If we were... I mean, it's we, still on the fence, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's not, it's like I say, oh, thank God we're safe. A lot yeah. of, actually, I've read a couple of um, you know, on Sunday morning, you want to read all the yeah, reports. Absolutely, I, I yeah. read them all actually. This for the mm. first time for a long time, and most of the journalists said, "Oh, Norwich are safe now." Yeah, that's we're not. I thought there was a, there was one line which said that um, yeah, sort of carried them almost to the brink of safety. Yeah, just, uh, not we're not at all. No, I mean, if we lose our next two games, you know, not, don't want to be pessimistic. Here. We're right back in it. Yeah. Although, if we get results at Palace, the Sunderland game suddenly becomes sort of a must not lose. Rather than a must-win game, well, I, think. I was depending on what Sunderland do. Yeah, I guess against Leicester. I think when I was walking to the ground, I was thinking the next three games are Newcastle, the Palace, and the Sunderland. If we get five points from that, I think that would be enough to keep us up. Only because it stops them from getting more points. Five. So yeah, so we don't lose to we won't lose anyone. So win yeah. one of them and draw the other two. Now we've yeah. done that one one win already. So even if we lost one, if we lost the Palace one. Yeah, I don't think we can afford to lose Sunderland still. Yeah, that's the one, isn't yeah. it? And, if, and if just, just keep teams below us doing what and beat them once and then match what they ever do. If then they if, lose, we, we, we can afford to lose. But then if we do go to Selhurst and get three points, oh. then we're on level points with them and Palace are right in it with yeah. a really shitty run-in as well. They've got I, really I will say, running. I think if we win at Palace, I think we're safe. Yeah. It's great though, isn't it? It's, it's really fun. exciting, yeah. It's been a really exciting season. I know be, that yeah. it went 12 games without winning and that was mm. horrible, but I'd, it's a p- big part of me that I'd rather that than just be safe now like Watford are or like Bournemouth are. Well, it, it, I mean, if you can go 12 games, were it 12 games? I think it was, wasn't Something it? Something like that, 10, 11, 12 games yeah. without winning and still be enough, have enough points at this, at this point yeah. to be out of it. I mean, when it's it's really, the teams the, are not picking up points, so I think we've got a better chance than we've had for and as, yeah, as good as our play, as good as Nace since, a, as, since the Fulham game back back in whenever that was, as well as we played, as close was great again. Olsen and uh, Wisdom were good. Defence was you know generally pretty good. Housen and O'Neill good again together, and Naismith, despite you know sort of having a touch of a you know a sort of a drunk Wes Hulhan rather than a good Wes Hulhan, he was direct and he was a threat and he found loads of space. And Umbakani was immense. The best, although he should have had a hat trick, I think, but he he was immense. Best thing about it was the celebrations from the players and Teddy coming on the pitch after the second goal, hobbling down the line with his car- leg in the cast to celebrate with Umbakani. It just you know shows that the players are together. I I haven't seen that. Like proper eruption of players on the pitch yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it's just brilliant to see. There's actually one person who didn't celebrate that much. That was Bamford. Is that right? Yeah, I saw a clip of him just standing there kind of clapping, just kind of casually. Oh, right. Yeah. Maybe doesn't feel quite as reasonably, maybe doesn't feel quite as part of it as the other players. Or people just 
react differently. Yeah, but, of course, um, yeah. But no. Maybe that was him going <laughs> fucking mental. <laughs> yeah. It was. Well, uh, mate, calm down a bit. <laughs> It was it was really good to see, and sort of Redmond after the second goal went in jumping in the dugout and stuff like that. It just it means a lot to these players, and I think we've got that as an advantage over maybe Sunderland and Newcastle. I think Alex Neil encourages it as well because he he's one celebrating more than anyone else. He yeah. was on the running on the pitch, screaming into the face of an old man <laughs> in, in the city stand. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just great, and it was, uh, Umbacani was great, wasn't he as well? He's fantastic. Yeah, he's, as well. he's, his touch and his link up play with Naismith was. Kind of clumsy-ish, but effective. But effective, yeah. yeah. And he ran, he ran the channels really well, like Cameron Jerome does. So he's got yeah, that added that to his game. Ever since second half at West, West Brom, Brom, actually, yeah. I think he's been at, at you know, well, by far the standout sort of before up front for us this season in the last two games. Alex Neal loves him. He really because he, he said he was phenomenal, or he's astonishing, yeah. or the best. You know, one man up top performance I've seen for a long time. That sort of he doesn't always yeah. mentions how good he was during a during during a, after in the, in the post matches. I mean, the def- Newcastle defense made it a bit easier for him, but he's still he was a he was a constant nuisance and a constant threat and bullied them and won every ball. Won won eight out of nine headers. I know that's which crazy, is extraordinary. Um, yeah, he was, he was just brilliant. And if he's going to carry on like that to the end of the season, then. Uh, the other thing that was great, he created his own goal, which can't remember. Yeah, that, rare, did, that doesn't happen he? much for us this season. No. You know, a striker creating their own goal yeah. rather than getting on the end of a cross or something yeah. like that, which was uh, even more pleasing to see. It was, Although, wasn't as it? I say, he should have had a hat trick. He should have had a hat trick. Yeah, but, but you can't have a perfect. I mean, that chance he had against you know, in the first half, in, just after the the goal that was disallowed, yeah. scuff it, Goes rally in. it, yeah. in, upwards, place it, take a touch, and then. It just scored. I mean, some people have said it's a brilliant save, but it is a brilliant save. But also, from five yards out, there's no way he should be allowing that keeper to make a brilliant save. No. If he puts it three inches the other side, three inches that side further in, it's in. If he just yeah. hits the corners, it's in. Or anywhere. I mean, he'll, I mean, he'll be incredibly, yeah. a striker will be incredibly Ooh, disappointed I by s- that. I saw the goalkeeper, actually, after the Ken game. Ken Darlow. Yeah. No, uh, Carl Darlow. Yeah. Not Ken Barlow. Ken Barlow. He was yeah. he was with his mum and dad and his sister or, or girlfriend. Oh, really? And he looked like he was fourteen. <laughs> he, oh, he, he, he had his little goalkeeping gloves in his, in his hand. Like, oh, did he? Yeah. Like he's just won a prize. Yeah. I, I, and his mum was like patting him on the back. I saw uh, Patrick Bamford in the Murderers yesterday. Uh, there to watch the Leicester game, I think, and he looked so young as well. Yeah, and it just sort of reminds you how young a lot of these players are when you see I them. I think in person. saying more about us than them. To <laughs> yeah, yeah that's absolutely true. But the, he it, did. Call, it just kind of know. made me think. Do you know all this talk about um, the goalkeeper is being young? He's the third goalkeeper. He's going to be one who's going to be sending us down. Mm. He's the one who kept them in it. Yeah, although he should have saved Umbakani's yeah, goal. I thought he kind of went behind. Them, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, but even so, that's one. Th- I mean, he had no chance with the. Olsen's goal, and no. he had no chance with whoever scored the first goal in Bacani. <laughs> he didn't. Um, <coughs> his kicking was good. You are his... coughing quite a bit. I'm, I'm a bit worried about I it. have been ill as well. Yeah. I don't like to talk about it, though. Uh, um, For fuck's sake. It hasn't been bacterial pneumonia. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and Bacani shouldn't... Have, should... I'm not going to tell I've, I've had a total brain... What? Shit. Oh, what? closer, of course. Tim Closer scored the first goal. Yeah. How can I forget that? My great future g- husband. <laughs> uh, yeah. I he shouldn't him. have been offside either, Mbakani. From that position, no. should should have stayed onside. And what a ball by Johnny Housen that was as well. Uh, yeah. Someone who's it? Uh, someone on Twitter compared. Uh, oh, that was brilliant from Housen that, that that little run. Yeah, he's got the ball in the middle. And it was like nothing, and suddenly burst past yeah. one thing, and then like looked up and burst again. And put, then put a brilliant ball and in, for perfect, which ball. is kind of what you wanted Jarvis to do all game. And yeah. I felt sorry for him because Jarvis kept having the freedom of the right flank and doing very little with it. So you can see why. Uh, Alex Neal always wants to put Housen on the wing yeah, because he can do things like that yeah yeah, and he tracks back which exactly. is Jarvis did that a lot he was yeah. defensive work was good but I imagine Nathan Redmond will probably be back in for Palace is he fit enough do you think well, if he, he, he played 25 bit. minutes in the end if, I thought he must be broken his leg I know extraordinary recovery but yeah I mean he played really well before the injury I thought Redmond did so what you're saying is that um, Nathan Redmond is an X-man that like regenerates itself. Yeah, maybe he is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe that's uh, why he hasn't improved as a footballer as much as he likes because of his filming duties. Yeah. Mm. There is a, there is a lot of strain film coming out this, this summer. So good luck with that, Nathan. I hope it cool. all goes well. Okay, so we've talked a lot. Yeah, we have. We? Basically, a lot to talk about because it's an exciting time to be a Norwich fan. Um, it is now time to speak to an ex canary. Woo! 
It is nearly time for an ex-canary. Ex-canary, ex-canary. I am really looking forward to his stories. Ex-canary, ex-canary. Who's it gonna be? Well, I don't know. So today's ex-canary is a very, very, very special person who is very um, known to the Norwich fans for scoring a last-minute winner. We've only got Ollie Johnson with us. How are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, we're great, thank you. So well, obviously when um, Norwich won against Newcastle the weekend, we scored a last minute and yeah. everyone was asking about um, last-minute goals. And my first thought was you, because I was at the South, um, the South End game when you scored that incredible goal and the place erupted. You must remember it, it being yeah. a highlight of, of, your, of your career, because it was... I still remember yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely up there. It's probably, if not the highlight, in terms of the magnitude of it, the, you know, the 25,000 or whatever, and obviously getting the three points at the last minute. So, yeah, it's, it's one, of those, one of those moments I won't forget, put it that way. Well, I, I, I still can't forget it myself. I mean, the, the ball came over from, was it Anthony McNeil from a corner? He just kind of flicked it and it yeah. went to the top corner. And I the place went absolutely bananas. Yeah, I think the most shocking thing was that I scored an header. Cause I don't, it was a bit of a collective right as well. Not so many headers either. So. And yeah. you kind of automatically sunk to your knees, if I recall, didn't Is that right, in your celebration? Um, yeah, I just sort of started running down towards the halfway line, and I started to think to myself, I, I better do something here, because <laughs> of why I run straight down the other end and probably run out of the ground, so I thought, I better just do a little knee slide. But I got to the halfway line, I thought, yeah, I better just uh, leave it there. <laughs> so, so what, what, was the, what was the sight like? As in, like, is it, because I've, I mean, obviously, I've never been in the middle of a pitch when the whole place is going crazy. Was it, you, could you, like, see the fans? Could you kind of, um, what, what, was, what was your view like? Uh, it was pretty surreal, to be fair. I've not never really sort of. Obviously, I've scored la- last minute goals, but never, you know, in front of a packed out Carrow Road sort of thing. And it was quite a big thing for me coming from, you know, I've not not long since been in non-league and you know playing on on a Sunday morning and stuff. So it was pretty surreal, to be honest. Yeah, it's amazing. And sort of the, generally, that season must have been a pretty amazing ride for you and, and the team as well. Sort of any any particular highlights under the other than that last minute goal? What my, uh, my time at, at Norwich? Yeah. Oh, that's that's it. Um, probably um, my first goal against Colchester away when we won five 0 Oh yeah, big game as well. That one. That, that, that was a big moment as well. Cause that was another one of those games where it was packed out and. I think there was a bit of uh, animosity between uh, maybe the two sides, and obviously scoring in front of the Norwich fans, which was which was nice. My first goal, and did, yeah, did you all, think all, was, sorry, I was going to say, did you think it was going to cross the line because of the pitch? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. I thought I, I, I kind of wheeled away, and I thought, hang on a minute, it's got <laughs> in on it. And then, yeah, that would have been kind of uh, yeah. kind of just rolled over the line through the mud. So, yeah. So you sort in the build up to that game, were you sort of aware of the animosity and was you know was with the guys sort of how were you sort of geeing yourself up for that game? Because obviously it meant a lot to the fans that uh, one, didn't it? Well, obviously I'd, I'd not been at the club too long. I think only a couple of weeks. I yeah. didn't really know too much about the rivalry or even like the sort of <laughs> geographical location. <laughs> I didn't really know they were that close, really geographically. Yeah. But um, it was a seven-one thing I, as well. Yeah, that's. I mean, that that was well documented. That was one of those results. I remember coming off playing my game and first game that season, thinking, like, bloody hell, Norwich have been stuffed seven one. <laughs> it was one of those where everyone in the changing room were talking about it. Oh, wow. Imagine how we so, felt. Then. So obviously, little did I know. A few months later, I'd be playing for Norwich, which is pretty, pretty amazing, really. So, how did the actual signing come about? Did you just get a phone call from the club? Did you? It's quite a, a yeah, a, I mean, an interesting signing you were. Yeah, um, I was aware of Lambert's interest in like November. They initially wanted to take me on loan, um, a bit like they did with um, Maka McNamee and Russell Martin, with a view to signing permanent. But I think my, my club at the time, Stockport, 
didn't really want to do that. But then when it came to January, I mean, they had a bit of money troubles, administration and stuff. So I just got I just got um, a voicemail from my manager then, just saying that a bid has been accepted. And I mean, to be honest, I thought maybe the move maybe been a bit dead in the water. Yeah, and maybe moved on to other targets. But luckily for me, uh, you know, Lambert was uh, still interested, so I was over the moon. Well, I was, I was a big, big fan of yours, Ollie. I really was. I remember that season. You, you, you came on and you're very, um, well, how can I describe You're quite tricky with on the ball. You know, you're always looking to kind of do a step over or get behind the last defender and put crosses in and, and get shots in. So I was always a big fan of yours. I was quite disappointed when you left, actually. Uh, um, yeah, I think, um, I think like, like I said, I was not long out of non-league football. I think 15 months. And when I say non-league football, it was like, you know, 50 people and a dog watching not league football. So it was pretty overwhelming signing for Norwich. Um, obviously, the size of the club. And I think at first, um, obviously, I was very raw. And But the, the type of player I am, I'd say, probably gets bums off seats a little bit. Um, you know, I like to, obviously, I like to take men on um, for a few tricks in and that. Um, and I think at first, you, you kind of just, Playing off adrenaline and just pure sort of like rawness, really. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I think that got me from the first season, but I think the second season, obviously, other strikers came in, like, like Simeon Jackson and stuff, and when I found myself down the pecking order, it was kind of like, it was a bit of a, bit of a reality check of the quality of football I was playing at and I think sort of rawness and adrenaline can only get you so far and I think the championship was probably a step too far for me at that time obviously not I'd not played many games anyway in the football league and I think um, realistically I was probably a league one player at best but it was obviously it was all a good experience I learned a lot and it was a privilege to play alongside a lot of the squad that went on to the premiership so I'm pretty grateful about that. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for being so honest. It's really lovely to hear that. And you gave me one of the best experience of, of that of that season because that, when that goal went in, honestly, uh, the place went absolutely. Yeah, it's all thanks to you. <laughs> and you, yeah, it's, it's pretty humbling looking back. It's pretty humbling. It's it was a privilege I even got to put on the shirt. To be honest, it's something obviously. I'll, oh, good man. Obviously, I'll, I'll be grateful for. And you're at uh, Geisley now, aren't you? You enjoying your football these days? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just come. I've just come back from a ten-month layoff. And uh, I was out for about 18 months before that. Yeah. So I've, I've had a bit of a nightmare of injuries. Um, oh, man. I've, I've had three operations in the, in the past three years. So I'm just, wow. but I'm back fit now and I'm hoping get get this season out of the way and hopefully have a good pre-season and hit the ground running because obviously I'm, I'm still 28. So I think yeah, you're still young, I aren't can you? get back with it. It's, it's just a matter of keeping fit and avoiding the injuries. I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm over the worst of it now. So. That's brilliant. Oh, news. good man. You're a star. You always be a big fan of yours, mate. Thank you very, very much for for being a part of this. No problem. All right. Cool. Best of luck for mate. the rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, good luck to you, mate. Thank good you very mate. much. Bye. 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 So there we go. That was Ollie Johnson. How cool was he? I loved his honesty. It was good. Yeah, he was honest, wasn't he? I liked I, I it. didn't. I knew he'd had injury problems. Didn't realise they'd been no. quite as um, as bad as that, though. I'm always quite. I feel like I tried to be honest with, and he was proper. He gave me the best feeling of that season. Honestly, yeah. that goal, because we were, Leeds and Norwich were battling against each other and Leeds were winning that night and we were 1-0 down against South End, and he scored two goals, came off the bench, scored two goals and probably changed the season around. We, yeah. just, and we went on 
on an upwards Pretty forever then. run after that. Exactly. Bless him. Good man. Okay, so let's do the top ten tweets then. Top ten tweets. So we asked if Norwich's win over Newcastle was a movie or a film. Same thing. Which movie stroke film would it be? Stroke film? We didn't have a lot of entries this time, did we? stroke film. Stroke film. It's quite a good time, though. What was your stroke film as a teenager? <laughs> Don't answer that one. I know what it is, actually. I'm trying to think what it's called. Don't answer that one. Um, Desiree Custeau. Carry on. So we did... Oh! Oh! Yes! Is that my telephone? Answer it. Go on. Live on. Quickly. Go Hold on. on. Should I go and answer? Yeah. This is awesome. Do you think it's Ollie Johnson's manager? Hello? Dad's answered. Hello? Twice. Hello? Three times. Oh, hi there. How are you doing? Always. Oh, he knows the person. He knows the person. Who is it? Uh, well, I don't... Yeah, it's just down the line. The number doesn't come up. So. He's looking quite embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He's looking embarrassed. He doesn't want me to talk about it anymore, so I'm going to stop. Bye. Did you record that? Nothing. I didn't record anything of it. Oh, right. You haven't recorded my mobile number, have you? No. Have you recorded my mobile number? No. No. No? No. No. Top ten. <laughs> Have you recorded my mobile no. number? Okay, then. Look me in the eyes. Love your eyes. <laughs> right, well, number top ten. Number ten comes from Jacob Stinky. No, Stinky. <laughs> you on purpose? Uh, no, I didn't. Jacob but, Stinky. Uh, Newcastle's survival hopes were gone in sixty seconds. That's not bad. Yep, yep. Okay, I, mean, I like that. Accurate, per- perhaps. Yeah, as well. it, it kind of it, it works with thing. I like that. Yep, I did do it good. on purpose. Uh, number nine. What you did is uh, Dickie Freezer uh, at Cheriton Vegas. Freezing uh, penis. The Wizard of Olsen. Yeah, not bad. What's that from? What's that movie? Uh, no idea. Okay, I carry don't know. On. Something to do with Paul Daniels. Oh no, not Paul Daniels again. God. Oh, I like Paul Daniels. I did like him. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Every Second Counts was my favourite game show in the 1980s as a teenager. No, I wasn't a teenager. What the fuck am I talking about? Are you right? I'm just worried you've given my number. Yeah, I promise I haven't. Uh, number eight, Darren Wiseman at Dazza MJL, The Land Before Tim. Oh, oh nice. I like that. That's he's, really good. Bless him as well. He's put a question mark at the end because he's not sure about his entry. But that's very good, good, Darren. That's very good. I'm in fact, I don't that. know why you're not higher up the list. Maybe because I did this in a hurry, I think. Uh, number seven, at James uh, James P. at I Am Hoot. Uh, Fifty Shades of Nay Smith. Nice, After yeah. his excellent game, which included fondling uh, Janmut's testicles. That's yes, a corner as well, isn't it? So that works on two levels. We love testicles, don't we, on the, on the, on the podcast? Uh, yes, we do, yeah. Uh, number six, <laughs> Sid Suris at Sid4668. Uh, closer encounter of the dear mercy Olsen kind. Nice. Yeah. Can I just say he bought my album, Beautiful Sid Nonsense, did. out now. Okay. Uh, I haven't really listened to that yet. I know you haven't, you uh, prick. <laughs> it is on Spotify if you want to get it for free, though. Don't isn't it? say that. <laughs> it's not. I've it taken is. off. Is it? Have you? Yep. Okay. I won't listen to it then. Uh, number five, Richard at Twitchit. Uh, Benitez's bogus journeyman, as in Bill and Ted's. Uh, what is Bill and Ted's? Bill and Ted's Bogus of a Journey. Bogus of Bogus a Journey. Yeah, second one is that, isn't it? I don't know. It's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, number four. Rubbish. As I say, we didn't have many. Uh, Dickie Freezer Head is in again. You can't have two in there. Well, it's your fault, isn't it? For choosing movies instead of songs. Uh, to Kill a Magpie Bird. Nice. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, instead good of Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, number three is John fucking Punt at oh. Panti- Puntino. Uh, million Dollar Cross from Brady. Million Dollar Baby, or just Million Dollar Baby Brady, because he was good. Rubbish. Number two, uh, Christopher <laughs> Keeley at Kills 8111. Yeah. No, just two ones. Uh, the Swede Smell of Success. Oh. That's good. That is good. Nice. Martin right. Olsen, obviously, is a Swedish do you like man. Swede? I do like roasted Swedes. Lovely. Roasted? Yeah, you roasted. Uh, yeah, I prefer mashed Swedes to a mashed yeah. potato. No, you don't. I do. You obviously had a decent mashed potato in I'm your life. I'm not a big fan of mashed potato. You haven't no. had a decent mashed potato in your life. I you? have. I bet you haven't. I have. Come around mine. Uh, okay. For potatoes and no. testicles. 
Just come round, <laughs> Please come round. Uh, number one. Uh, and by uh, the uh, way, uh, we uh, should have said we're going to name our podcasts after the winners of our We are. So you've entries. got a chance of being on a podcast yes. word. So the winner title. of this and the title of this week's podcast is, is from Matt Warman at Matt Warman, The Pursuit of Clappiness. Which is astonishingly good. Excellently good because we had the clappers. I, th- I did retweet that and said this is what the, p- the one you've got to beat and no one did beat it. No one beat it. It was just too good. People saw it. Go, do you know what? I couldn't do better even if there was a, a, a film title called Newcastle Lost to a Last Minute Goal by Olsen. <laughs> but then that wouldn't have been funny, would it? Two. Yeah. Uh, the Swede smell of success pushed it close but not close enough. Closer enough. Yeah. See? Yes. That's a pun on yes. Tim Closer. So there you go. Well done, Matt Warman, and well done for That's everyone right. who got into the top ten. I'd pun on, on, on Tim Closer. <coughs> lovely, isn't he? Mm. I'd, I'd, no, I don't I'd, like his hair. I'd break his nose backwards, I tell you. His, ne- his hair is very 1970s cop now, isn't it? Detective hair. Yeah, it's quite good, though. Mm. It'll be back in fashion soon. Yeah. So there we go. Right, let's do Dan vs. John, because I want to fucking win this thing. I, I must have won by now. Whereas the season's not over. Yeah, but it must be like mathematically impossible for you to get back. I don't even know what the score is. It's What's 15 the score? 15-0 to me. <laughs> you probably have one then. Who cares? Who cares? I care. I care. So, John. Hit me with it. No, Norwich, not that. <laughs> Norwich have been represented by 37 different nationalities. You know I hate people who are not from England. <laughs> Why did you do this? Uh, and obviously I'm not going to... Okay. Re- I'm not going to ask you to okay. name all 37 nationalities. Whatever. Ever, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to ask you that. Okay. Because that would take forever and be incredibly dull. I don't know. So I'm going to I'm pick seven countries. Yeah. And I want you to name one player from oh, that that's country. That's really good. I like this. But and I, you've I'm, got to get six out of seven. I'm not very good. I'm, I'm going to fail this, but well it's done. It's because, yeah. It's really good. It's because you're very narrow-minded and have never left Norfolk in your life, isn't why, it? Why? You've got everything you need here. You've got the sea. <laughs> yeah. You've got your you've Swede. Got you need you've here. got your Swedes. Swedes. You've got your potatoes. You've yeah. got your mash. Yeah. Got Tim closer. What more do yeah. you need? Okay. First off, Argentina. Name a player from Argentina. One of the finest footballing nations the world has ever oh seen. Oh, my God. The land of Lionel Messi. Oh, Diego Ooh. Maradona. No. Diego. Bradley Johnson. <laughs> um, oh, I do know one, but I can't think of his name. Oh, man. Was he, he was a left back? No. Oh. Who am I thinking of? I don't know, mate. He was a right back. No. Oh. Where is he up front? Well, he has played right back, actually. But, yeah, but I know. he's not a right back. No, of course he isn't. Mm. He's a midfielder. Do you want me to move on to the next yes, one? Please. <laughs> we'll hold Argentina. Uh, Canada. Oh, um, Jim Brennan. Yes. Yeah. You could also have had Simeon Jackson. Oh, of course, yeah. Paul Pescalido and Les Wilson. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, Les Wilson was, he was my next, next, one next up, choice. Wasn't he? Uh, okay, so... Uh, Argentina. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to move on? Yeah. Australia. Um, clit. The clit. Yeah, although... Yeah, now known as just Theo. Exactly, it's weird. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd drop the last, wouldn't you? Uh, David Carney and Adrian Liger as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Belgium. Oh. Um, it was a midfielder. No. No, he, he was. Well, there is, yeah. But he came from, yeah, he came from, um, oh. Antwerp. Um, no, he came Brussels from, from Scotland. Bruges. Is Antwerp in Belgium? I don't know. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Of course. That's where the bombings were, mm. wasn't it? No, that's in Brussels. Oh yeah, sorry. Nice to bring that up, though. <laughs> um, a podcast. What's that bloke who was, he was like on YouTube, like the Hammer or something? Well, What's he called? <laughs> I don't know. What search, in, what search did you use for that? Belgium. Um, Barassa DJ. Yes. And um, also uh, Richie Delat. Oh, was he? As well. What's yeah. that bloke I'm thinking of? He came I from Rangers, know. was it? He was a midfielder or Celtic. And everyone was thinking he was like really hard ass. Sibierski? Or? No. I don't know. He was like, oh, I can't think of his name. I'll find him in a minute. Okay, so that's good. Uh, I did well. Nigeria. I? Nigeria. Mm. Um, Basong. No. Oh, he's Cameroonian, Cameroon. isn't he? Um, Nigeria. 
club legend ish a club non entity <laughs> but probably you know, but and also oh god i'm gonna oh i'm gonna kill myself for it well i wouldn't i am <laughs> it hurts when i i know it but i can't think so argentina and nigeria the stumbling blocks i'm gonna have to push you people get Don't bored push me i'm not a, i'm not a, a little man with holding my phone and you're not a, a toon army fan <laughs> um army. oh my god i do what, oh, I can't go on. Okay, no? Move on. Oh, the difficult. Well, I'll Italy. come back. Italy. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Have we had anyone from Italy? Yeah, a bit of a cult hero. One of them. Oh, Lipoli. Yeah, yeah. And also Gaetano Gialanzi. Gialanza. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and New Zealand. Uh, oh, um, that prick. It was a forward, and he was like. Um, <coughs> Oh, shit. He was during Rhoda's time. Was he? Uh, yes, I think so. He yeah. forward, big, tall twat. <clears throat> he was shit. Yeah. Um, that, that's not enough, isn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, do you want to try Argentina yeah. Give me and a Nigeria? Give me one clue for one of them. Argentina, one of them became a cult hero. Oh, you keep saying that. But that... Uh, into, because of his... Shitness? B- barely being on the pitchness. Oh. And the other one uh, no, has been know. in news recently and played for Newcastle as well. And Oh! Um. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to have to put, gonna have to kick you up the oh. arse for this one. Yob, yob. Well, who do you play for? Who? Pat- yob, yob. Yob, yob. <laughs> Who's yob, yob? I can't remember that's his name. Is it who? Yobu? Play for who? Who? I'm trying to think of his first name. Patrick? Yobbo. Yobbo. Well, he's one of the Nigerian yeah, players. Yeah, that's what yes. I was thinking of. Okay, I thought he was still on Argentina. No. So, yeah, Yobbo. What's his two... first name, though? I can't remember. <laughs> it's, um, oh, you, uh, oh, that's was embarrassing. Was it not Patrick? It? That sounds awful, no. but I'm sure it was. It doesn't matter. It's going on too long. Joseph. 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 Uh, Dixon who as well, and Fana Cuckoo. Oh, of course. Of course. So, just Argentina and New Zealand of, to win oh, it. I'm not really. Argentina. Mm. And who's the other one? New Zealand. Yeah. Who's that tall? Who was the New Zealand one? Give me that. I'm not sure. If, I don't think it is under oh. Glenn Redder at all. I've, no, no, wrong. I won't. New Zealand. Don't know. So, yeah, Argentina and you still win it. Um, I said six out of seven. Played. Dun, 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 Give me a countdown for five. Five. Four. Four. Three. three. Two. Two. T. I don't know. Give up. Onesie. Ah, oh, Becchio. Oh, man. And Guterres as well. Oh, man. Guterres, rather. I can't believe I forgot them. Yeah, I know. Becchio. I never forgot them. How could we have forgotten about Becchio? I a song about him. <laughs> you did. Oh, and the Kiwis uh, were Chris Killen. Chris Killen. That's yeah. who I was talking of. There was. That was, that was it. And him. possibly the best named Norwich player ever, <laughs> Winton Roofer. When was that? Uh, in 81, 82. And he's also managed Papua New Guinea as well. Nice. Winton, not Chris Winston. Ki- Chris Winton Killen was the, the big, tall, shit player that I was mm. thinking of. Nearly. That was really so good, close. Dan. Well done. I'm cool. proud of you for once. <laughs> Normally oh, give me some right shit day. questions. That was really taxing, but doable. And I should have got the, the Argentinian one. Well done. Cool. I'm going to give myself knob of the day. Knob of the day. For calling him Patrick Yobo. <laughs> Uh, and was, forgetting it Dixon was it Yobo? And forgetting a, a Koku as well. well. Yobo? Was it Yobo or Yobo? Yobo. Yobo. I think so, yeah. Uh, but forgetting a Koku. Yeah. Mm. Well, I didn't. I, got the, I, was, I was thinking of, of, of Patrick Yobo. <laughs> I'm calling him Patrick. He looks like a Patrick. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that was good. I enjoyed that. Mm. Cool. Well done. That's Are you right? Then, isn't it? What? Are we done? Oh, I know yeah. we've got to talk about Palace. Palace quickly. Let's do it. Yeah. Fucking get on with it. What's wrong with that chap? He's so rude. Really aggressive, isn't he? Exactly. So, Crystal Palace. He's right, though. We should get on with it. We should get on with it because Crystal Palace is coming up. You're going. I'm not because I'm going to New York next week. Yeah, all right. I'm just saying. Well, well, you're going on the Sunday. It's my holiday. I'm going on the holiday. I'm going four days. A fucking holiday. Four days. So no podcast next week. No podcast no, unfortunately, because I will be. Unless unless I do one, walking around. I I might do that. No, I wouldn't. I might stay in the hotel and do a a podcast. Your girlfriend will love that. 
So she probably would, actually, to be fair. Get away from me. Yeah. So, Palace, anyway. Uh, big game again, obviously. Yep. Palace haven't won this season. Uh, they got a draw at West Ham, which That's is a good result. A because West Ham. You just said they have won this season. Oh, sorry, won this year. Um, You're lying to us, people. <laughs> Uh, everything I say is lies. Yeah, it's nice you've picked it up. You told me you liked me the other day. <laughs> um, yeah, so they got a draw at West Ham. Yep. Because uh, West Ham went down to 10 men and uh, they look pretty good going forward from the highlights. Uh, but we can drag them right back in it, can't I we? I remember that the first... It seems really weird, but they were their first game of the season. It's not that weird. Well, it is, because it seems such a long time ago. Yeah, yeah different not, year, different who, season. Who was it, like the two teams we played quite close together? Everton? Huh? No, no, it wasn't. It was well because we were playing the last. But there was one team we played quite close together. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, Stoke, maybe something like that. Anyway, yeah, and it's like mean. it seems such a long time ago. And they were really a decent team when we played yeah. them. In. Well, they were fifth uh, yeah. at Christmas, weren't yeah. they? They dropped and like a stone, didn't they? Sort of planning for Europe essentially yeah. and playing really good football, attacking. Fo- they were like Leicester. Uh, hitting uh, teams on the break yep. and playing really quick, fast football. Yeah. But whereas Leicester have adapted because teams sussed them out and gone more defensive, Palace have just gone nothing yeah. really. Haven't I mean, they? Sahar and Balassi were just on fire when yeah. they, were, they were playing at their pomp. And but now they've seemed to kind of. Balassi got injured and everyone said, oh, when he's back, they'll be back to their best. But he's been back for a month now and they're still struggling. And Is Kabai still playing for them? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Must, yeah. yeah. Don't think he's. He's still class, isn't he? Uh, yeah, well, he, uh, a draw is going to be a fantastic result. I think so. Yeah, fantastic. I'd result. be happy with that. Anything, uh, anything you get away from home is is, yeah. is fantastic. It doesn't matter who it is. A draw will keep us above whatever happens. I guess we'll keep us yeah, above. Yeah, four points Sunderland above. So yeah, definitely. We're, but we're Sunderland have got a game in hand, yeah, but then we play them, so it's yeah. still in our hands. It is. But there's going to be a lot of pressure on Palace at home. Haven't won all season. Haven't won all year, and. They're facing a team below them. You know, a, a must-win game for them, essentially. If we go 1-0 up after the first, say, 10 minutes, the crowd yeah. are going to get on their back. Very yeah. similar to kind of when we were struggling in the Hooten days. Yeah. And then he said Hooten days. Um, <laughs> but when, you know, the Clappers incident, for example, yeah. we went 1-0 down quite early on, was it? Or was it quite late on? Anyway, it was just the, the, the atmosphere was poisonous. And, yeah, then, and that, if they have that at Palace, Selhurst Park is like, well, we're, and we're up for it. We're screaming and, and getting the you know, making all the noise, it's going to be yeah. really tricky for them, I think. Uh, yeah, because they're on such a terrible run. There's got to be fans there who are really sick of it and uh, maybe a bit sick of the manager as well. So if we can turn the screw... Because football fans soon score forget... goals instead. We, they just soon forget, like, the the run. We were, like, saying, boy, come on, it was 10, 11, 12 games and we didn't win. And we were really, really struggling. And the, and the crowd was starting to turn on oh, Alex yeah. Neal and yeah. Alex Neal was... You can see the pressure getting to him a little bit. You can see the pressure getting to the three players Three games later, as well. we're out of the out of the relegation zone. We've unbeaten in three. We've kept two clean sheets, scored some great goals, and it just the whole atmosphere has completely changed. So There's nearly always one team every season towards the bottom of the table yep. that puts together a run, and Actually, at the moment, it's kind yeah. of looking like us. It does at the moment, and it? it's exciting, isn't it? It is. I love it's it. great. It's good fun. Brilliant. Looking Even forward to it. Even if we do go down, I think we've made a good hash of a, a good go of it this season. Yeah, not a good hash of it. I'm a good hash of it. What's, no. the, what's the what's the phrase? A uh, good go of it. Yeah, but I'm rather than hashed it, it up. It. Yeah. yeah, but maybe a good hash of it is because we can quite did it. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, of accident, but it kind yeah. of works in a way. Uh, it's been it's been an entertaining season. I think so. And I've I've enjoyed it. So if we do go down, we've got lots of youngsters to come back from loans. And yeah. if we do get rid of like Redmond, we've got one of the Murphy twins to come. If if Wes can't yeah. st- wants to stay, he wants to. <clears throat> I mean, we've got um, and we've got young thing from coming from James Morrison coming yeah, from Mar- Coventry. So Morrison, James Madison, Madison coming oh in. Not just uh, yeah. So James yeah. Morrison's that really annoying singer. Yeah, uh, he <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah. So it's You're all right. good. Yeah, I don't seem very happy at the moment. Yeah, oh, you don't need to bring that up. We just don't seem very happy. You're right. Yeah, we're fine. Just talk, We've just, just been banging on for ages, time. haven't we, really? Well, it's been good, though. There's been lots of interesting things to talk and about. And I've got, I got to play five-a-side football soon as well. When? It's at half eight. We've got ages yet. It's an hour. Yeah, no, true. Yeah. I've got to psych out. myself up, That's though. true. You've got to get the head bandage on yep. as well. Got to strap your willy down. Yeah, put the Tim Close uh, uh, nose on as yeah. well. And yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Imagine going out like looking, who are you? I'm Tim Closer, Gary O'Neill and... Wes Houlihan because of my height. As well. Is he taller than you, Wes Houlihan? No, he's shorter than me. He's I've not. I've been next to Wes Houlihan and he's a tiny bit smaller than me. Yeah, how can you tell? 
because I was next to him. Yeah, but you can't tell that though, can you? No, I stopped him. You and can't got see a the top around. of your head. You're, actually, you have got quite a big forehead, haven't you? Yes, <laughs> yes, I suppose I have. I don't know if that wasn't not. If you had a normal forehead, you'd be quite normal. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, like, like normal, I'd be, you'd be sm- like I'd be smaller. Yeah, you would. I said like yeah. you just, like, had a normal head. Yeah. So it's my forehead that has kept me above Wes Houlihan. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's nice. So there we go. That's the end of the podcast. We Lovely. had a good time today, haven't we? It's been great. Ollie Johnson was really honest. It was good yeah. for him to come on the show. Thanks very much he to him. He saying that like, it was an honour to put the shirt on. You don't hear that from footballers nowadays. I, I, well, I, I, you I, do sometimes. No, yeah, but they don't mean it. I think he actually well, Clint, meant it. Tim Close coming here and saying it smells of football. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the quote of the season already, isn't it? I want it? to smell him. Uh, who's your player of the year so far? Tim Closer. I'm, not, I would, I'm going to vote for Tim Closer. Yeah. Second, Johnny House, and third, Robbie Brady. I'm going to wait till the end of the season. I'm not. I'm, I'm voting on Tim Closer now. <laughs> I would do anything for Tim Closer. Would you? Yeah. Name it. A difficult maths equation. I'd have a go at it. Would you do it, though? No. No, probably not. So you wouldn't do anything Would you mean, for like, him. Bend it over and do it. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't finish on that, that note. But okay. we will. <laughs> <laughs> will. Talk about Will. Have you got any Will you won'ts? Uh, no. I've done that for months. I know you haven't, but people loved that. No, they didn't. They did? No one ever commented on it. Yeah, that's true. No. People turned off by that. No one's listening right now. That's the good thing. We're talking, <laughs> no one is listening. Yeah. If you're listening right now, tweet me. Tweet, well, tweet the yellow just say, bird. I, just say bananas. Mm. Hashtag bananas to us if you know you're listening. If yeah. you do, then you'll get a special prize. Okay, cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening, no. We're talking to ourselves right now. Should we go? No, because we need an ending. So, we play the music. So what's the score prediction for For who? For uh, Sunderland Leicester on Sunday Sunderland Leicester? Yeah, it's a big game in our season Um, Two Two To Sunderland Oh wow Leicester's wheels are going to pass on Yeah Do they have wheels? Probably Leicester Wagon wheels? Wagon wheels Do you think that's where they get their fitness from? Eating wagon wheels I like a wagon wheel Do you like a wagon wheel with jam? Uh, Yes I do actually I don't think I've had one since primary school. Haven't you? No. And the Norwich result score? It's going to be 1-1. I think we're going to go ahead early and they're going to like... And they'll get back into the game. Andy Johnson can't run onto the pitch. Do a dive. We have 13 seconds left. Thank you very much for listening to the Little Yellow Bird podcast. We love you for listening. Thank Go you. Go check our website if you haven't. Please. If you haven't, just do it for once, will yeah. you? For God's sake. You give us a score prediction. 1-0 Norwich. 1 0 Norwich? Mm-hmm. Knob of the day! <laughs> Bye! Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.